Welcome to the Isle of Misfit Rolls, a 5e D&D actual play podcast where a group of unlikely heroes attempt to save the world from darkness and try not to fuck it up along the way. Let's see how they do this week on the Isle of Misfit Rolls. So you hear a <laughs> as the doors burst open, and not in your room. You from the main calling. You see Pierre look up. He goes, "Stay here. I'll I will check it out." And you see Pierre disappear, and all you hear is Pierre go, "Ah, oh, fuck, not you!" No. Did you miss me, darling? I immediately like that. You know the moment when you walk into a room, see something, and just like immediately back out. Yep. It's the walk-in, see, and just immediately walks backwards. It's what going on, says Jack. No, no, no. We uh, we need to leave. Why? Because All we right. need to go. Where are they? Are they still sleeping? Oh, my sleepy heads. Oh Jesus Christ! Can yeah. we hear? You you can you can hear this now. She's not. She's definitely not speaking quietly. So, we Chuck, need to leave. Uh... All right, Chuck goes out the back door. It's like... Why do we? Why do we need to leave? I mean, I don't. I don't like to leave. Nope, that's okay. You know what? I I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't need none of it. Um, you guys can go have fun. I'm gonna not be here. I don't want. Chuck's already left the back door. Okay, so you <laughs> head into so the kitchen. Following. Yeah. And so Chuck has disappeared into the back. Are people following? Oh yeah, no, I'm out with Chuck. Sally's going to go out to greet the seamstress lady. Uh, She's going to sacrifice herself party. So She also doesn't care, and she wants a unicorn. Chuck kind of looks at uh, Ghost. Where, where, does Ch- uh, where does Ghost want to go? Uh, right here is fine. Just hide out in the back. Wait until she leaves, and then go back inside. So, back inside, Tally, you walk into the main... Ah, there you are. <gasps> And she just kind of throws herself at you and puts her arms around you and goes, My dear, my dear, tragedy, tragedy has struck. And she steps back and puts a hand across her forehead and goes, oh, You would not believe it. What my tragedy? Dear, my children, your outfits. Your kids? Gone. Oh no. Oh, Some monsters okay. come in. I cannot believe this terrible fate which oh. the gods hath cast upon us. Okay, anything see. else? Steps away from Tali and, like, leans against Tavrook again, like, pretends to faint. Kind of makes you half-catch her by leaning on uh, you. Say, I, I literally do not try to catch her. I'm standing <sighs> straight. I, I think she's my chest like, is broad enough, she's probably catching her. But. Exactly. She's just like, ah, oh, the horror, the horror. Ah, oh, she says back, but no. It's okay. And, and she, like, steps away. She, like, stands on the coffee table there. She's just like... Nothing will stop me. Do not worry. I've been working all night as hard as I ever have. And she jumps off, comes back over to you guys again. She goes, do not fret. Do not shed a single tear as she, like, oh, I definitely puts her hand on the side of Tally's face. She goes, you will be the most beautiful 
the coldness town has ever seen. And she like does this grand gesture. She steps away from you. She goes, I am, they are just about complete. They are better than ever. Oh, I have outdone myself. But do not worry. I will have them delivered here before the party tonight. Perfect. That's exactly what we wanted. Oh, you will be très magnifique. And she just Wait, quick. there's five of us. Why are you only making three? <laughs> you silly one. She comes over and just like boops you on the nose. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that a threat? <laughs> and as you're doing this, you can just kind of see Pierre like dipping off into the uh, into the side. Outside, you guys are sitting out there and you're just kind of staring at each other. Just do-do-do-do. And you see like one of the windows about 15 feet from you open. You see Pierre like sneaking out the window and closing it. He just kind of nods to you and just disappears and he just kind of runs away. Oh. Pierre doesn't like her either. So then she's inside. But do not worry. I have to put finishing touches on. I will be back. Well, then what are you doing here? You should be fixing my gorgeous gown. Go do that. Do not worry. She's not wearing a scarf, but she looks like she takes an imaginary scarf and like throws it over her shoulder (laughs) and then leaves. So you guys go outside. You see... Aviana and Chalk. Chalk need to go find map now. A map? Map. A map? Big map. A big map. Big map. Uh, why? Chalk need to know where he is. Actually, I've been thinking about this. Have you? Okay, I don't know. Have you seen a map before? Me? Oh, oh. Would you be able to Check point nods. out your home? Oh, you would. Okay, cool. I had other ideas, but this is even easier. Um, the library shot one. We find map. Does go? Does ghost know where she is? I have an idea. Yes, I don't know exactly, but if I had a map, I could point at myself. Point myself out. I just didn't know if he needed a specific kind of map. I didn't know if you'd seen a map of the continents before. That's all. Need map. Yes. Okay. Jack need map. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's. Um, that is a good question. Right, because I wouldn't know if he would know the the continents, like if you'd ever seen an actual atlas map before. Because we discussed this. You said you didn't know where you were. You just didn't recognize the stars. Chuck kind of like walks out onto the like. I take it it's an open yard, right? Yeah. And like he he. He's walking with his quarter, his walking stick, and he like taps it on the ground a bit, and uh, a mound of earth starts rising up mm-hmm. using uh, mold earth, and around it the uh, the jungle starts appearing. It, it's little bits of dirt like changing color and and shape and size. Okay, he, because he was the mountain. I figure was as high up as he's ever been, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he going with that, he's trying to stretch out the map as far as possible in all directions from what he can remember. It's like, Jack needs to know where this is, kind of like pointing to the mountain. I have been thinking about this because I've needed a distraction, and we're not going to navigate like that. Um, we can go look at star charts. You said you know the stars. 
if we can find an, an atlas of the stars, you can maybe find where you're supposed to be. But Ch- Chuck need to know where this is. Pointing do you to know? The do you know this? What's why did the mountain? Did it? Did you live on a mountain? It's like no, Chuck did not live on mountain. Chuck have vision. For uh, jungle is is going dark. Your corruption. There. Kind of pointing to the mountain. I guess my corruption. Thank you. I take full ownership of it. Good. For fuck's sake. We're on. We're on the estate of one of the wealthiest people in this city. If they don't have a library, then this is a do hopeless town. They do, do you have think a library. He has a personal did, library. You already I thought went... he had something. Yes, he she uh, has a library. We went there looking for you at one point. We went. Oh there yes, I, I have. I've never been. So yeah, he has a library. Yeah, we do know. Again, if he didn't have it, I, I'd, I'd whoever's leave. Yeah, he has a library. It's a modest library, but nothing. You would. It would have a, a map. So yeah, let's go find library. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you go to the library. Books, 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 books. And by the way, I would have uh, hearing Chalk talk about needing a place to do spirit stuff. I'm going to send uh, the bat out to look for a place of vegetation or something that seems a little secluded in the city. Something that'll make do. So he gets sent off. And as it scans the area, it does find the hedge maze that is mm-hmm. on the estate. Uh, there's a garden there as well. Okay. In the main oh. part of town, there's not much. But in that up here, there's some spots. Okay. I'll let Chalk. Uh, hey, Chalk, if you uh, need to do some stuff to nature, do whatever. I don't know. I don't understand it. Uh, I don't just like tell him like in the back of the estate, there's a bunch of fucking shrubbery. Uh, so it's like Chalk kind of like takes two fingers from both hands and sort of crosses them. It's like Chalk is looking for a special place where, where energies of cross. He kind of says. Mm, I think I know oh. what you're talking about uh, oh. in a different way, but I think they're similar. A ley line. Aviano will say because she knows what the word is. A ley line. Jack did not know the word. It's the same as what you're thinking. Don't worry. Books. We can see Anyways. if the library has any notes on those as well. Do they have a map of the world? Yep, they have a map of the world in there. We're, we're, we're looking for jungle. Yep can can we can we nerd shit around find out what areas typically have what parts of the world have jungle in them, and then find the name of find all the mountain ranges in all of the jungly areas. The main jungled area in Revelon. It goes from woods. It's a heavily wooded area, and right where the name is, on the southern part of it, is a heavily jungled area. Any notes no on... mountains. No mountains? Nope. Ch- Chalk's jungle. Yeah, it's just written as the green sea. How far is it? How many hand breaths is it across the map from one locale to the other? What was that three? How many hands hands width is it across from the um, from trumpet to where what Revlon or whatever? A lot. It's very far. You're not sure if this map is to scale or whatnot. Like, 
How long would how how long would take? He thinks to himself, <laughs> muses out loud. A long time. Keep in mind, I'll point out where we were and where we currently are, and I'll remind him how long it took us to get there. By cart. Halfway by cart. Halfway by cart. We're walking. Chalked a long way from home. So, if Chalk is from here, if Chalk is from here and Chalk came out around here, and like pointing outside of the woods, and Goat Girl is from here, and not sure where everyone else is from, but how did they get us there? Kind of like pointing to where we started. Well, look at where. Look how they got us from Svea to Brisbane. That was a 20-foot walk, and we were across the world. Silly magics. You're Exactly. <clears throat> so no way to get there. Well, there, there's ways, but I don't think in our current situation there was. Now, once we get paid tonight, now we, we could easily charter a boat, I would. Anyway, so there's our map. Um, Does it another... look like we could take it without it being noticed? I can just sit here and copy it. I'm yep. So do you want me to copy? The, I can copy the map, or I can ask actually if we can, if they have any spares. That'd be so uh, time. either one is probably yeah. First, second option first, and then first option second. Yeah, and then I'm gonna do yeah, and then I'm gonna do some more research. Yeah, and there's nobody really watching you. You can just pocket it. I'm not going to rip a page out of a book. I'm gonna go ask if we can have one. I'm not a monster, God. I'm gonna go. Oh. <laughs> All I can see is she saying, hey, "I'm not a monster, God." And Chak's ripping the page out of the book, kind of like <laughs> just in the background. <laughs> uh, tries anyway. to li licks his hand, tries to make it all better. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go see if anybody has a, a, a an atlas sized map we can actually, and a local for that matter. I'm just gonna go ask if someone has a map book we can have of like everything. Yeah, and I don't know how good a look, but Almas is going to look for any magic-related either research or spell things that might lead me to spells. I'm just looking in for this, magic shit. In the, in this room? I'm, in it's the, a library, right? Yeah, the library's in uh, Balk Estate. Yeah. I'm going to check, go through his library and see if there's anything that would be, even if it's not necessarily like a spell in a book, but something that's arcane and very interesting. Any, any of that shit. Okay, um... Give me a investigation roll. Oh, dude, I'm so good at those. So, I'm going to say, let me double check what my thing is. Investigation is plus eight. So, Almas is going to remember that dream where he was in the library doing super good. I'm going to give myself that 14 plus eight. So, 22 for my investigation. Okay. Uh, looking in it, you don't really find anything of magical. It's a lot more history and politics and stuff like that. Almas and Aviana, uh, you guys the Bach Library and they're like, yes, no problem. And it's hard to actually get attention of one of the servants as you can tell they are crazy as he goes, um sorry to do this, but um just take what you need and please move along. We are trying to set up for the party tonight. You can see like people running food around, and the main area is quite like kind of ordered off. 
I take, <laughs> I take the atlas. Okay. Take and the I, whole atlas. Yeah, Perfect. the whole atlas. They're letting yeah. me have it. They just said, take it. I'm taking it. Yep. It's more of like a scroll. Oh, good. Okay. Not a full on atlas. Um, I also want to take the uh, the a Star Chart book. Thought you were gonna say Star, Star Trek. Trek book. I like the Star Trek book also. Star Trek: The oh. Earliest Generation. <laughs> it's like, look, man, we have fantasy books in fantasy world. They have sci-fi. It's fine. Okay. It'd um, be, yeah, it'd be like parchment of like the constellations kind of thing. Oh no! What else do I want? I didn't. I didn't think they'd let me take books. <gasps> I They're kind of like rushing you along. Like they want you out. Yeah, I don't care. Is there, a is, there a, is there a hist? I'm not there. <laughs> uh, are there? I'll take a book about the, the Lunis book. I'll take the Lunis book. Okay. And actually, I'll also take a Solaris book while I'm here. Okay. And Almus, uh, are you? Uh, yeah, no. Almus looked around. He didn't. There's nothing a that he's looking for. Romance novels there. Mm, he. Why don't you explain any, to me all the romance novels real quick? Any, any, books on the, any, books on, <laughs> any books on like the planes of existence? No. Yeah, there's nothing weird. I don't care about politics or general history because I know the general history. All right, no, he won't take anything. He's good in here. Okay. Actually, I take the star chart and I kind of hand it to Almas and say, you said you remembered stars. Do you remember any of these stars? Hmm. I'll check it over. Do you want me to make a roll? Uh, sure. Okay, what kind am I making here? Uh, survival. Survival. Oh, nope. That's a three plus one. A good old four. No, they don't look familiar. Mm, no, it... Yeah, it's not coming to me right now. Okay. I'll take the scroll back and... Alright, so now it's early after... It's late afternoon, early evening... Anything anybody else plans on doing with their time in town? Uh, so we go back and get ready for this party. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably um, tomorrow. There'll be a thousand things I wish I did, but here we are. Okay. So as you approach the um, the guest house, you see Pierre sitting on the front stoop there. Oh, no. And he's just like, a package has arrived for you all. A package? Not a person, right? No, just just okay. Well, ooh, five ooh, packages. Ooh. They're in your rooms. Thank you. Jack oh, don't God. have rooms, so Jack doesn't right. care. <laughs> it's just in an empty room. Another one of the bedrooms. I will reiterate: Jack does not have room, so Jack does not care. <laughs> so, are you all going to go to your rooms? And Polly's mm. definitely going up there, yeah, I'll check it and out. she's going to yeah. use her uh, guys kit to make herself look sort of, uh, I don't know, like, like use some of her makeup to make her hair white, make her face white. She's going all out, like, powdered up. Unicorn, full strength unicorn. Tally, yeah. as you get there, there's mm. a no, beautiful she's make her hair rainbow. peacock outfit. Just kidding. There oh, is. Set the house on fire. <laughs> and so it is a white mask 
with rainbow trim on a stick with a horn protruding from it that is with a rainbow spiral. There is a flowing white cloak with fur around the collar, fur around the edges, and a swaying, glistening rainbow pattern throughout. That just as kind of like those color changing things all the kids have these days. Like you swipe up one way, it's this color, kind of like that. Oh, yeah. Um, the shimmer pillows that are in my living room. Yes. <laughs> Got but it. rainbow. <laughs> Don't judge me. And so that is what your outfit mainly is. It's not as fancy as the ones you previously saw. She toned it down with the lack of time. And then Tavrook, you reach yours. And you have this gray mask with this horn protruding from it. There is a gray cloak that has uh, very tough leather. And woven into it is a light silver inlay that kind of catches the light. These are all accompanied with like common clothes that are in the right proper color. Uh, Tally's is more of a dress, whereas Tavrook, yours is more of like a tunic. So it is a fairly simple version of a gray rhino. But instead <laughs> of like a gray sweatsuit with a mask and a cloak, <laughs> like, a, like a, a Guido outfit. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Please. But Please instead of instead of um, like fur. It has like little spikes all around it. I want to try to incorporate some of like my armor into this. Yeah, that'll like, be fine. Put on, I can put on the mask and I can put on the cloak, but I want to. I like if I could try to work some of like maybe my shoulder pads onto it and someone like yeah. my leg, my leg. Yeah, gear you're able to armor pants. yourself yeah. with it. Okay, um, Almas. This is actually kind of badass. I managed to make this work. I should take her job. You get to your room. You open it. It is a flowing red cloak. Right. In in black lacing, you can see the big wings outlined on it. Yeah, it has the red a red uh, mask, and it has a like on top of it almost like a headdress with like a scaled mohawk that comes off of it. That dips, that is separate from the cape, but flows down to the floor, almost into a tail of all little spikes. Okay, he's just gonna go ahead and start putting it on. And he's hyped. Aviana, <laughs> in your room, no, is a all black robe with black spots on it, with gloves with little spikes on them. That are like little claws, and it is a panther costume. Uh, does it look like I can move in it, or is it very restricting? Uh, no, it came with a like black le- like it's just a like a black leather dress. Essentially, the top is like corsetish, and then it pops out. Not quite a ball gown, but, but like it's, it it's floor to- length. It's floor length. It is floor length. Oh fucking rad! Okay, I put my own boots on put my daggers back in them. 
and I also hide the, the I use the sheath to kind of like underneath a layer. Oh, that said, that'd be that hurt of like a bitch. I don't know. I hide the bone dagger somewhere else on me. Okay, we're good. You tie your hair up with it. Your white hair. Yep, I'll use it as like a like a like some people like, use use a pencil to hold your hair up. I'll use it like that. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing like pebbles from Flintstones. Let's go. <laughs> and so you all meet in the main hall. And GCPR there in a rooster costume. Wait, before we go, I also spend time making a mutagen. And before we leave, I hold it up, say cheers, and I drink it. Okay, that's fine. You didn't make drinks for all of us. Nope. You won't like this. No, I've cut slits into the side of my dress for easy access to my daggers. I'm only taking daggers and my... So Pierre will see you all come down, and he kind of looks at you all, and he says, no weapons. Of course not. And he just kind of looks at you all and just kind of goes, he goes, what we do not see is what we do not see. And as he turns, and you see his, and you see him turn, you see he has like two daggers stuffed in his back, and he's just like, I will meet you all at the party. I will tell them not to pat you down, but please, do not do anything stupid. Should I, should I bring something? He kind of looks at you and goes, <laughs> "No, no, definitely, no." You're right, Pierre. I still look at like Aviana. You guys are expecting at a party. I don't have any extra daggers. We're expecting the expecting to like stab somebody if they try to can like make us the. Uh... The no, stars of the show. I feel okay about my hand. I'll be fine. So it becomes time when the the servants comes. Um, you're being summoned for the party. Cool. We leave twenty minutes later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So as you, uh, Chalk, what are you doing during this? He went to the hedge maze. Okay. Can you give me a stealth roll? Hi. Oh dear. Thirteen. Okay. So Chalk used like going you're like different style sneaking around. And the people are just kind of looking at you like Well, he's not being stealthy. <laughs> yeah. He was actually just walking over there. Yeah. And all you hear is That costume is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you disappear off into the hedge maze. So the rest of you walk up to the front entrance. The t- two guards approach, and he goes, oh. they kind of look around. Can I get, for those hiding weapons, can I get sleight of hand checks? Oh, yeah. no. I don't need one. That was fucking fuck. Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, 14. Okay, what else do people tell me what your number is and what you're hiding? Um, I have three daggers on. Okay, let me rephrase this. I have a 14. I have my pair of boots on that naturally have holsters for my stilettos in them. And then I've got the bone dagger as a hairpin. I rolled a 14 and I just have my um, thigh daggers on the holsters. Okay. On, on and uh, somewhere on my 
person. I have um I still have my stone, my uh my diamond. Oh yeah, and I'm wearing my fucking gloves. I never took I never take those off. Yeah, yeah, I, I assume. Gloves, but Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay. And Tavrook, do you have any giant blades attached to you? Nope. Okay. Uh, all I have are my gauntlets, so if that counts, but oh, that's not stealth, that's just I'm wearing gloves. No, that yeah, that's just Okay. No, I'm not hiding uh, anything. I did not bring the hair. That was the debate, yeah. Okay, I'll miss. Yeah, he has no reason to hide. He's not going to bring weapons with him. He's got hide other stuff. Yeah. Yep. Oh, shit goes down. Yeah, hide my tattoos. Now, he's just coming in. He has nothing on okay. him. So, they let you through. As you enter, all yours. Ah! Everyone! The guests of honors have arrived. May I introduce the Buck Battalion? Um, no. Oh, what a great name. And everyone just cheers, and he's just like, "Ah, yes, mingle, mingle, mingle." We're all just shaking our heads, like, "No." Okay, please. have we all decided what our name is? <laughs> he's already walked away. Yeah. No, I'm point. talking. To yeah, the we're group. the Bach yeah. Battalion. No, no, no. I'm talking to the group <laughs> because Holly is about to use thaumaturgy to let everybody know we are not the Bach Battalion. Do it. I don't know. Okay, I, I forgot would, what I we decided our name was. I don't. I would say it's not. Yeah, we'll deal with it later. And as he does that, the band strikes up, and there's a quartet, a string quartet, and they just all start playing, and everyone goes back to talking. In it. So as you walk into the into the party, yeah, it's the first time today I actually get to look at my notes. <laughs> I don't know so if the, that's good or bad. The party takes place in the, the grand, ball, grand ballroom of the Bach Estate. There's two large glass doors that lead out to a stone patio and a small pond. The ballroom has been beautifully decorated with red material drapes along the walls and between the pillars in the Looking around the ballroom, you see lots of people dressed in all sorts of elaborate costumes. Music fills your ears as you notice a string quartet playing in the, on a small race platform in the middle of the room. People have their eyes fixed on the group. Some seem interested, others are a little taken back. And then they leave you to mingle. As you've been introduced as the Bach Battalion. So as you're starting to come down the main stairs into the Lord Ballroom, you're, you have a servant come, who's, or a waiter come up to you with a long sword with meat skewered down and kind of gives you the, would you like some? It looks like some sort of beef on a skewer cut in the chunks. It's me. Mm, I love some sort of beef. I'll take, I'll take one. Think like yeah. Brazilian barbecue place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rio. I wonder if they have the roasted pineapple. I gotta find that sword. So then he kind of like flamingo stands, rests it on his knee, cuts a piece off, and hands it you each a small piece. Yeah, I'm gonna eat it. He just put he it just in, in my, my hands. hands. <laughs> 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 this is a plate. He just hands it to me. It's the Middle Ages. <laughs> There's like little hors d'oeuvre forks that like he pulls it off and the skewers are like a tiny like like a like a exactly. wooden skewer and just hands it to you. I'm picturing the I'm picturing the old lady handing Adam Sandler a handful of meatballs. <laughs> He's going, oh, thanks. Looking around, you see little pails everywhere where people are depositing these little forks. So he hands you all some meat. You look around, you see different people out there with meat in their little fancy vests. 
Because they're always, they have to be wearing vests. Do we see anyone that we recognize besides Lord Bakken's Pierre? Well, everyone is costumed, so it's quite hard to decipher who is who. Ah, yes. Fair. It's really fair. So, but looking around the room... Is there anyone with an extremely elaborate costume? Besides us. Besides us, like it... Everyone has quite nice costumes. Okay, but nothing stands out as, like, really... You do see a lady with a giant peacock, feathers that are nearly six feet tall... Of every beautiful color. I'm gonna go up to her. So, you start making your way there. As she's on halfway through the ballroom, as you walk, you see a man with a another with a long sword, and you see a knight in in quite dented armor, and he has a shield and a small little sword, and it looks like they're dueling almost. But uh, the person with the long sword is not in armor. He's in a costume. And as you stop for a second and look over, you see the ha ha. You can see the knight's clumsy and awkward. He seems to be leaving himself open like all the time for a strike. The costumed elephant makes a couple hits, knocks down the knight. He falls to the ground and everyone cheers. Ah! And he, the knight gets up and goes, oh, you bested me. Good job. And you see him hand off the sword to another person and he goes in there and he looks like it's just like some chivalry games. And as you make your way... Oh you... god, they brought a clown to the party. They literally brought a clown to entertain all the rich... Anyway, continue. And then you uh, reach the peacock lady who's sitting there, not sitting, standing. Sitting in this outfit looks like it would be impossible. As would running or moving at anything other than a kind of tiptoe walk <laughs> and they're talking with a group of uh people uh, i'm just gonna kind of walk up and um uh listen to what they're talking about and when there's a break in the conversation i'm gonna ask her where she got her lovely dress or costume dress from give me a dexterity check <laughs> Someone's gonna try to dance with you. Mm, this is a dance hand grab. Eight. An eight? As you get their attention, they turn and their giant peacock tail oh. kind of swats <laughs> you in the face a little bit. And all you hear is, Ah, darling, darling, you look exquisite. And the peacock gives you a hug. Oh, thank you. And I'm gonna hug her back. Oh, it worked. She's, ah. Uh, Kind of checks it around the waist, checks it like, ah, oh, checks the shoulders, ah, oh, you look marvelous. I just wanted to see if you approved. Uh, I knew the fanciest person would be you. Oh, I don't stand out too much, do I, my darling? You do, but in a good way. Perfect. Are my other children, hmm? They're mingling. That's what Lord Bach wants. Ah, uh, yes. We're his, uh... Yes, he's quite the facetious man, isn't he? Yes. Ah. He has a good heart, my dear. Best. He's, how do you say, mm, spoiled. <laughs> I totally agree. 
She's like, oh, have you had the meat? It's simply divine. I, I did. I, I did, and I was careful not to get it on my dress either. Oh, oh you think I'm talking about that meat, my dear? <laughs> I'll see what I mean later. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the party. Have you tried oh, the tea? <laughs> some um, guys, some guys, going to show you his longsword later. It's very different. Um, Mike, have we gotten her name yet? Yes, you have. Okay. Oh, I don't her think I wrote that down. I have it written down here. I've just been referring to her as the seamstress. Sharora Moon Moonish. Sharora. We have not gotten this name before. No, I would remember Sharora. <laughs> Whoops. I guess she was always just like, oh no, she's back, was her name. <laughs> yes. Sharora Moonish? Oh lord, she comes. Moonish. Moonish. Only ish. On that moonish. Alright. Um, what meat are you referring to? Don't worry, my dear. Okay. Well,. You enjoy the rest of the party. I'm going to go find the rest of the gang and see what's going on. You too. What else do you see around this barroom? Anything else stand out? Oh, as you're looking around the party, you notice the... Uh, actually, give me a... Oh, you and one other person other than Tally can give me a perception roll. First roll of the new dice is not great. Uh, do you want that all message? Do you want me to take it? Actually, no one. Yeah, you can... Yeah, I'm hmm? gonna take it. I'm gonna take it. Yeah, you take we're it. anxiety. Chuck is there, here. so he will not make it. Um, yeah. Mine is ten. Uh, you say perception, sorry? Perception, yep. Fifteen. One five. And mine was a ten. Okay. So, let's say fifteen. Looking around, one thing catches your eye especially. And you see there's another group of people similar to the setup of the the night dueling. You see a person with a bow and arrow. And a, a couple targets set up in the triangle formation. And you see the people are coming, attempting to shoot. And they are just shooting horribly. Horrible form. And it looks like they just pull. There's a quiver there and they have a bow and arrow. They just pull an arrow out of the quiver. Take a couple shots, pass the ball off, and they're just shooting and laughing and having a good time, having a drink. Skill tells me to feel confident. Erica dice rolls tell me to not feel confident. <laughs> so, you've almost gotten the kind of vibe off this party. Like, you remember, like, this party is to celebrate us and your heroics. So you see, like, they have, like, combat-esque attractions to... You know, and also just makes the local high class society just feel like they're big, bad, and important. Mm-hmm. That's what I was wondering. If, if do I do I see the night game happening? The fights? Yes. Does it look like that knight is letting people win? Oh, definitely. Okay, that's what I was wondering. I don't. I was wondering if it would be like Tavruk sees that and says that ah, he's not even trying it's not gonna waste my time that that would be fun but he's letting people win like as I'm, I'm gonna kill that guy yeah the odd time you see him actually take a mm, 
at it's like scraping the floor foot ahead of them or going like two feet above their head making sure he does not hurt or damage or damage any of the costumes that these people are wearing but then go ahead i was gonna say aviana you also notice just out of the corner of your eye people once in a while disappear into a room there there is a door a man standing there a simple nod he lets people into the door, uh, the room, and closes the door behind them. That sounds like the one by one, one or two by two. <laughs> uh, whoever walks in is more than <laughs> allowed to look into the room. Okay. It's an orgy. I was gonna say, yeah, like, is this like the this way to your private quarters, ma'am, or like, you know? This, it's called it's called the private quarters, which is very different. Um, so yeah, looking around, you see people drinking, dancing. Is it to like an interior wall or does it look like it might go outside that door? It's an interior wall. Mm-hmm. The only exterior doors are the double glass doors that lead out to the the pond and the Yeah, yeah I assume there's like, like a terrace garden. door, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got eyes on that. You are on the ground floor and it looks like there is no floor above this as the ceilings are 20 to 30 feet. Yeah. Um... So, is there is there like a drink table? There's waiters going around. There is like a bit of a bar set up that you can go get a drink. <clears throat> Dope. So I'm gonna if, if one walks by me, I'm just gonna straight grab a glass off of the top of his like table with his okay. uh. You take it. A oh, man walks by with a tray full of drinks. Yeah. So I'm gonna snag one and throw the whole thing back. He just kind of nods at you, and then he sees you quickly, and he takes a step back. And offers to take your empty glass. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, I'm done. There you go. Um, and now, now I want to see what's in that. I want to see what's in that room. <laughs> okay. Which I definitely did point out. Like, hey, there's a door over there. Yeah. Yeah. Would I have made it back to them when she was talking about this? Even if you wouldn't, I would have mentioned it to you when you got there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 You guys have now made your way down the stairs. You're in the middle of the party. The band's fairly much in the middle there and on a slightly raised platform and the party kind of surrounds it. The far side of the room is where the garden is. Yeah, so I'm... I'm Tavaruk is heading towards that door. I think I'll follow him. Oh, okay. I'm, if, if the party's moving in unison somewhere, I'm just following. Okay, Almas, you're going with the group? Uh, yeah. I forgot okay. he was there. Okay. <laughs> you get a quiet noseless gift hanging out and so you as, as you approach the door there is a guard standing in front of the door he sees you and he goes kind of nods yep I give him a nod back would you like entry yeah well and with that he yeah, says let's go. Yep. enjoy and he opens the door what is it? And let you guys. I didn't know if it was one of those. If you ask, you can't come in things. So I think we just got to find out for ourselves. Are you entering? Yeah. Right, yeah. Walk in the door. As you enter the thing, you get closed. You look and you see about ten to fifteen masked individuals. And for the most part, that's mainly what people are wearing now. Just masks, yeah. <laughs> mainly just masks. Yeah, cool. Uh, it's, again, that classic, like, you walk in, and then you see what happens, and you just, like, walk in a direct circle and be like, I'm going to be outside. Yeah, um, yeah yep. that's what... Just, I thought I thought this was what the room was. You Have guys. fun. 
You guys do your thing. I'll see you I'm guys later. Out, you know. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm, out of here. I'm leaving too. Wait a minute. Did the uh, <laughs> did I like what masks do we see? Like, is the peacock there or is Lord Box <laughs> mask in there? You don't see the peacock. You do okay. not see Lord Bach. Before I leave, I'm going to say, ah, this must be the meat she referenced. Yeah. And I'm going to leave. This is the leave. meat locker. Right, this isn't yeah. the bathroom. <laughs> so as you guys go to leave, you knock on the door. He goes to open it. And then... A four. So... Tavrook, you feel an arm grab your hand, and you hear, oh, leaving so soon. And you, looking at it, you see, like, blonde hair coming out of the mask. It is a panther outfit. Hearing the voice, you've heard the voice before. Yeah, let's say the panther voice sounds familiar. Or the panther costume. Do it, wait. Is the panther costume familiar? Wait a minute. Am I going to stab someone? This is not the first I've heard of a panther costume. Is that what Pierre was wearing? Nope. No. Nope. I'm already halfway across the bottom and don't know. I literally then don't open and I was gone. Okay. Yeah, I was... I was I was the last one back through the door. I'm assuming yep. you guys have all left me. Oh, Give me an intelligence check, Tevro. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, uh, pretty good. It's a 14. Nope. Yeah, you recognize the voice. It is Lady Bach. Oh, oh shit. Okay, hold hold on. Like, like, uh, uh, fucking hold on. <laughs> like Brittany, like Brittany Bach. Brittany. Yes. She has a shot, like a cape on, but that's it. <laughs> the cape and a panther mask. Uh, oh, uh, this is a yiffing room. How do how do you do? Where? Are, oh, why did your friends leave so quickly? I was hoping to have to get to know them a little bit better. We we thought this was a different room, and then we were just gonna head back. Is this not a pleasant surprise? As he says, as he kind of opens her cloak a little bit more. <laughs> uh, I mean, is 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 Brittany attractive? Extremely. Okay. I just wonder how Tavruk would react. Uh, She's also um, human. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If that would affect anything, Tavruk. I don't know. Uh, uh, no, I mean, uh, uh, no, it's, it's cool, but it's not really, uh, are, you're married, right? Very happily married. <clears throat> yeah, see, real cool. Lord Box done a lot for us. I don't want to, you know, step on I feel like he's in that room. I'm gonna, thank you for, for this, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go now. But she wanted that hobgoblin book. She wanted to see Big Red. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh, well, if you change your mind, I'll probably be in here for a little longer. If you um see your green friend, send them my way. 
Okay. Out of game. Which green friend are we talking about? <laughs> Chalk. Chalk. Yeah. Is oh, okay. The more, the more green one. I, I make. don't think any of us knew you were green. I just assumed you were grayish. Greenish gray, I've thought. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I, ha- I mentioned like bright greens. Okay. Well, different pages. Okay. In my head, it's King K. Yeah. I was, I was no, no, no. I'm talking about for for Almas. Yeah, I definitely oh, thought yeah. Almas was like grayish. I, got, yeah. I, I was like a pukey yellow. Yeah, yellowish, grayish oh, yellow. Yeah, so I immediately oh, okay. assumed that she was talking yeah, about no, Chalk. Yeah. Chalk pulling all the ladies. Let's go. <laughs> I see what. Yeah. I mean. That's what happens when you don't murder hobgoblins children. and lizards. I see what your deal is. Well, we'll see what's up. I, I, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> um, trying to taste the darkness. <laughs> picture of Chalk. <laughs> Um, uh, so I walk out and I go, "Hey guys, uh, Brittany, Brittany Bach was in there in the fuck party." <laughs> oh, what else? With the furries? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, that's. I mean, interesting. Each their own. Interesting. She's in there. Yeah, I don't know. People I assume said, if Lord Bach threw this party, he knows what's happening. Oh yeah, no, I brought it up, it and she where... seemed she seemed very okay with like she's like yeah, like he's cool, like we're happily married. But here I am, mm. and she opened her cloak, and I was like, that, okay, great. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, we haven't really. I don't know. We haven't had a chance to meet her yet, and that's the first thing she does. Is I don't know. It's interesting. But uh fucking party right uh okay how um how long is that room open for <laughs> guardsman <laughs> guardsman how long is how long is that room uh doing its thing till it's empty sir or the guests are <laughs> you're fucked up guardsman <laughs> <laughs> all right let's... yeah almost looks like it's open all night I'll think about it for magic purposes, of course. <laughs> magic purposes? Oh, no. Oh, God. Don't kill the orgy. So as you exit the room, the music's going. And you have another person offer come back over with a sword full of, like, grilled pineapple. And when it comes out, you see people start rushing towards it. As if, like, <laughs> oh, this is a... This is a quite a treat. He spared no expense. Uh, I go, I go quickly towards the pineapple, and I go, "Excuse me, uh, important guest coming through, trying to get uh, lords of the party." Excuse me, and I like, I'm clearing uh, the way for us to get, to get to the pineapple. Yeah, coming through. So, seeing that, you see, he looks over at Lord Bach. Lord Bach kind of like motions, like, "Yes, yes, give them first. and so he brings you over and gives you all a piece of the pineapple. You guys mm. want to remember back in the old days people used to rent pineapples for parties. Oh yeah, and they would save them for many and many a moon. I claimed this for you guys. Cool. You can have whatever we want. Pineapples were extremely rare. I'm gonna have some. So it was yes, it's quite delicious. They would pass them from party to party. It was quite disgusting. Hmm. Especially if it was one of these kinds of parties. So right now there's music and dancing. You've now been at the party for like at least an hour or so. And that's when we're going to cut to Chalk in the 
maze. The so you're going into the hedge maze. Yep. Okay. That's what Chaka's doing. And what are you doing in there? Just walking through it. Uh, he finds a quiet spot and sits down. Okay. And I'm going to try to tune myself to what's in his stomach. <laughs> so as you sit there about what's in your stomach, you hear something rustling from the maze. What direction? Uh, from one of the walls, the walls directly in front of you. You found like a round area, kind of like a corner kind of thing. It's like a cylinder, like a cylinder, like for a tower kind of thing. And it has one entrance, the, so we'll say the south end and one entrance at the west end. And it's essentially a curved wall. And so it kind of, you hear it rustling mainly in the curve. In the curve. Well, he tries to ignore it and focus on his, med his meditative attunement. As you, so you open your eyes, you kind of look and you don't see anything. You close your eyes again. You open your eyes, nothing there. You close your eyes again and go back to your meditating. Yeah. So as you do, you start to hear the rustling again. And then you start to feel something touching your leg and starting to wind around it. Slowly open my eyes. You can see a bunch of vines have come from the thing and now are starting to wrap around you. Okay, I... They're not really touching you that much. They're just kind of encircling you and slowly building its way up. So they're kind of corkscrewing around you and layering on top of each other. So now it's three three vines deep. They're probably like... So, Chak... He doesn't want to break the vines, but he starts trying to unravel them from his from his leg. Okay, as soon as you touch one, mm -hmm. they don't feel threatening at all. They feel wholesome. They feel friendly. They feel welcoming. Yeah, but so do pitcher plants. <laughs> and so do Venus flytraps. It's like... Eh. Carefully unravel it. Okay. It As you're doing so, mm -hmm. it starts to go and starts. Next thing you know, on the inside of your, this thing is now almost halfway up your body. It's not really wrapping on your leg anymore. It's kind of backed away and it's just going around you. And All you right. see small flowers starting to bloom on the inside of the vines. Okay. Well, Chak tries uh, tries to get up at this okay. point and apologizes to the plant. Did Chak not know that this was your place? I'm like, starts walking away. <laughs> well, you have to, it's now beyond walking. It's halfway up your body. We're talking three feet in the air, two, two inch thick vines that are just encasing you. They're, between you and the vines, it's probably about a foot around now. And you see little flowers starting to bloom. Very quickly, blooming. Okay, so Chak does not want to have to hurt this plant, but he might have to. Let me just see here. Am I still free enough to cast spells? Oh, yeah. It's not encroaching oh. on your space. Chak casts gaseous form. 
and just sort of drifts away from it all. Okay, as you start to drift, it speeds up and encases you. Okay, so he he's a gaseous form right now. He can mm-hmm. like squeeze through the narrowest of openings at this point. Yeah. So yeah, and as gonna... you do, you start to like dissipate and going through what you think is a crack. Yeah, you get you get about three inches from it, and it repels. All right, and that air that spot of you that got close almost starts to reform slowly, start to reform. And then goes back to gas, and then reforms, and back to gas. Alright, so, uh, I'll drop the spell. Jack grumbles and says, Jack did not want to have to do this! And, uh, he'll, like... Before you can cast a spell, mm-hmm. one of the flowers come from behind you, and sink into your hip. Ah! Not no good. And then it pulls away. All right, so Jack immediately takes out a knife, like fetches his knife, and slices open where it's stung in case it was venomous. Okay. As you go to slash at that spot, Mm -hmm. no blood. It looks like you've been already – it looks like it took a chunk off of you. Yeah, well, he still doesn't trust it. This is the thing. This is how, like, venom works. It's like so – Looking at the spot where they hit – it's the exact spot where you were corrupted before. Okay. And then and... now looking, the black scales are no longer black. The fresh scales coming from underneath are Chalk's natural color. All right, so he relaxes a little at that. Right. And another flower starts to bloom mm-hmm. and latches onto Jack's leg. Where I take it where the corruption was? Yep. All right. And as it pulls back, again, fresh scales are now there. And this happens a couple times, different spots. The vines all around you begin to harden. Like, do they become, like, hardened as in, like, hard as rock? Or are they hardened yes. and becoming brittle? Uh, it looks Right now it looks as hard as rock. And so you have about a foot around you still. Okay, so I guess... Chuck will growl a bit and then like start pushing in one of one of the directions. And okay. his pushing will become more frantic if it the 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 longer he's here. Okay. As soon as you put a hand on it and start to push, it just shatters. Okay, so I guess he stumbles forward because he was starting to push, right? With and the it, momentum. Yeah, so- as you do it, you push, you drop to one knee, you see the as it crumbles, it just turns to dust. And you see the dust start swirling and start gathering. And next thing you know, as you, as you blink, in front of you, there's a small leather pouch, and you see all this dust and dirt that is floating in the air soak into the this, a little leather pouch with a familiar mountain symbol on it. But Chuck ate this pouch. <laughs> He looks at it with a bit of confusion, ponders for a moment, and then just sort of like shoves it in a pouch, another pouch, because you said that this thing is really small. Yeah, it's like a dice bag. As you touch it, Mm -hmm. a sense of warmth and like 
earth mothery glow just kind of goes to your body like a wave and somehow you feel like even somehow more in touch with nature and the ground under your feet exactly (laughs) that is what you're blowing your current reptilian mind before you were you were friends with the earth now you are lovers with the earth one with the earth it's your wife all I can think of Wait, right now is Chuck a superstar when she Chuck? was making out with the tree. Chuck's that's Chuck that now. Have you ever asked Chuck if he's married? Then you would yeah, not know like, if Yeah, that was like a semi-rhetorical question. We don't know if Chuck's married or not. Unrelated. Anyway. Chuck is really perplexed with what has just transpired and thinks that maybe leaving the hedge maze might be a good idea and just staying on the outskirts of it. Less fines okay. there. So as you walk out... You see the odd person, pretty drunk, kind of walking around, going, and as they see you, you think like they're about to cower in fear, but then they whisper to each other, is that one of the Bach Battalion? Wow. What does the giant chicken have to do with anything? (laughs) (laughs) And they're just kind of hugging the wall of the maze just as you walk by them. Well, Jack will just sort of sit there and just like, he doesn't want to be, and he doesn't want to be at the party. But mm-hmm. he doesn't want vines to be wrapping around him anymore tonight. Well, so Chuck's just sitting on the outskirts of the maze. You see a man looking at you, very terrified. But he slowly makes his way over to you, with a sword full of cooked meat. And he's like, uh, "Would would you like some, sir?" And he holds it out. Chuck like only uh, snowed a little. This is Chuck only eat raw meat. Okay, sir. And he starts to walk away. Stop by a few people. Then ten or fifteen minutes pass by. Mm-hmm. The same individual comes back to you. Now with a sword full of uncooked meat. <laughs> it's like, is this what you wanted, sir? It's like, why are you bringing track meat? What do you want? Smooth <laughs> skin. It's my job. I bring food to people. I wait on them. Is this not to your liking? Jack don't understand. The guy just kind of looks. He just kind of like lays it down on the. Just kind of walks away. Did he lay down the sword? Yeah, yeah with the meat on. Okay, okay, good. good, good. <laughs> He goes, I'll be back to pick that up if uh, you don't want me here. Jack kind of like sniffs it a bit, but leave, leaves it untouched for the moment. If he gets hungry later, he pops some of it in his mouth. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, and check us out at Misfit Rolls on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, don't forget to send in your questions for a behind-the-scenes Q&A show, Miscast. Till next week, on the Isle of Misfit Rolls. <laughs>